And this, this is why I love what I do and why I'm so passionate about what I do, because it's not just about understanding this industry. It's about knowing which ones to get involved in. It's about knowing which ones to pay your attention to or to put your, your money into if you're going to put your money into it, because you don't want to go to YouTube University, for example, and, you know, try and get all this information, piece it together yourself. The Amani Speak Show. Okay, brilliant. So first of all, thank you for inviting me onto the show. Um, and a little bit about me. Well, as you said, my name is Sassy by name, um, originally, or, you know, my proper name is Sassy Thompson. And I am basically what they call in today's day and age, a digital entrepreneur. And that basically means I, I utilize online businesses and online opportunities to basically create an income and a cash flow passively and residually. I also mentor and coach um, others who want to do this, but my main heart and soul is for women, especially mothers and especially single mothers. My background is from HR management, and I had to come out of that that profession once I became a mum just simply because of the commitments um, to the role. I didn't feel that I'd be able to give my all to the role like I was prior to becoming a mum. So I had to change industries. I then turned into finance um, in regards to life insurance and you know critical illness and all those sort of types of policies. And then I fell into what I'm doing now. Wow. So, uh, you know, quite a wide range of skills that you've acquired um, over the years in, in the different work that you do. So, Sassy, I mean, um, a digital entrepreneur. So, tell us why, what, um, because obviously people are, we're going to be talking today about Bitcoin and wealth creation, and you specifically um, focus on single mothers. Can you talk to us about women in business? How important is it to have um, a place to go for women in business? I think it's absolutely imperative. Um, You know, as, as the old book says um men are from mars women are from venus and that simply stems from the fact that we just do things slightly different we're we're very much the same but we're also very much different and i just feel that women need to have a safe place where they can go a safe place where they can vent without expecting to know all the answers or without being you know feeling like they're being frowned upon or feeling like they're the odd one out because it's mainly men in the room or men at the table so i think it's absolutely imperative um and that's one of the reasons why i focus on women um because also in all industries we are always low you know our pay is always lower than men in whatever industry you look at there always seems to be that um financial divide or that financial gap between the genders so i think it's very very important very very imperative that's awesome and you know um you you obviously changed you had a obviously a really um, lucrative career as an hr hr management in hr management and you switched to starting your own business now um i'm gonna ask you about certain aspects of what i know that you're doing and but before we go there can you talk to us about what is generational wealth because i think that that is very powerful and i think it'd be really nice for you to break it down for people 
Yeah, of course. Generational wealth is one of my favorite terms, and I believe every single person should have that as a goal. Um, what that basically is, it means the generations to come after you are set up financially. It means they don't need to worry about saving up, working three or four jobs to get a deposit just to buy or just, just to have a roof over their head. Because even renting these days, you know, you, you kind of need about three or four months wages just to pay the deposit just to rent, especially in London. So generational wealth, it's about providing for the generations that are yet to come. And I think of people like, um, you know, one of my mentors, his one of his um, clients, because he's a financial broker, one of his clients was actually Winston Churchill's great-great-granddaughter. And yeah, the way how he kind of explained um, to me how the rich build this generational wealth, it's not a plaything. It's literally a case of four or five, six generations deep that money's there, that money's set. It's about putting vehicles and using tools to basically grow the income and the money that you have now so that you, ideally, you want to reap the, the fruits of your labor as well, but ideally it's so that you and the other generations don't have to always just exchange their time for money. What we want, we want people to be able to more than survive. We want them to be able to thrive knowing that that buffer that monthly income and that emergency fund whether that's for six months or 12 months you know is there in the pot and what that does that actually allows people to really find their purpose it, it allows people to actually really work in jobs that they're passionate about so for example you know we we have to commend the nhs and the nurses but i do know a lot of nurses that are actually only really doing it for the money don't get me wrong they're still very very caring but they're doing it and they're very, very tired. They're running themselves into the ground. Imagine if we had a set of nurses or an NHS where people were set financially and they were literally there just because they truly want to be, not because they have to be. I, I really believe that Generation Well would help. It would help to make the world a much better place. People would be actually living out their purpose. So hopefully I've answered that. I think I went off on a tangent, but hopefully I've answered that for you. No, absolutely. I, I think it's, you know, I love what you said there about five or six generations forward, because, you know, there is that saying that uh, a lot of the times we're, we're kind of just focused on month by month, year by year, maybe um, the the generation that, that, you know, our children, um, but then the, you know, grandchildren, great, that the unborn that you will never meet but will come through your line, you know, what about them? You know, what what are, what are we planning for them? So I love that you talk about, you know, six generations deep because um, it's very true that when we see, when we see old money, old wealth today, it goes back like five, 600 years ago. This is not something yeah. that, you know, they just picked up um, along the way. This is, you know, money that's been passed on from generation to generation. And I, I love what you said there, you know, people would not have to be working in the way that they do currently. And and maybe, yes, they, it's a vocation, but, you know, the stress and the, what have you. Whereas if there's money, you know, they can really do what they want to do and make an impact and make a difference. Um, 
I know you I know you specialize in several different areas so I want to ask you a little bit about crypto you know can okay. you break that down for people because people I know a lot of people are hearing and seeing on 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 the internet you know these different ways of making money and these different types of um, money coming through and um, you know people are hearing all sorts of different things so I want you to share with them you know what's what is this? How can it benefit people? And um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So crypto is a huge topic and there there is no way that anyone would be able to, um, you know, to, to talk about it in depth in, in an hour or even two hours. So I, I do have a um, training that I do every Monday completely for free, Monday at 9.30, where I kind of build. I start from the basics and I build on it. But what I can say at the moment is crypto or cryptocurrency is basically it's digital it's digital currency. It's currency that um, is online. So if we think of our online banking, for example, we have certain apps on our phone, like our Barclays app, or tap into that, and we see numbers on the screen, don't we? If it says that you've got £5,000 in there, you don't physically see or touch those £5,000 until you go to the cash point or the branch and you actually withdraw it out. So it's very similar in that aspect, as in it's basically all online, it's all digital, it's not tangible, you cannot physically touch it or hold it. And it's based on a technology called blockchain. So blockchain is just think of that as another te- another technology like Wi-Fi, for example. Do you remember when Wi-Fi, I mean, I'm old enough to remember when Wi-Fi wasn't even a term. Nobody, it just didn't exist. So if we just think about it like that, it's a new, it's a new type of technology. And what the blockchain basically is, essentially, it's a, it's a ledger. And when I say a, a ledger that is open and it's very, very transparent. So if we think of an Excel spreadsheet, I don't know if many places or offices still use Excel, but when I was in the workforce, I used Excel all the time. So if we think of an Excel spreadsheet where you can share that spreadsheet for certain people to have access to it, certain people to only view it and certain people to amend it. The blockchain is very, very similar to that. So if we think of all the rows and all the columns that have pieces of information in regards to transactions, so in regards to money. So if I send a certain amount of money to you, it has to leave from wherever I'm holding it, make its way over to you, but it actually then has to appear wherever you're going to hold it as well. And the issue that we were having before was that there was a case of double spending where, yes, the money, let's say I sent five pounds to you, that would appear in your account or your ledger, but it would also show that I still have five pounds. But it wasn't actually, it wasn't actually um, sort of deducting it from my balance. And that's where Bitcoin came in because Bitcoin was actually the first cryptocurrency that was successful in avoiding and getting rid of that double spending meaning if i've sent money it has definitely left my account and gone to somebody else's account so crypto is based on a technology called blockchain blockchain is a open database that has all transactions on it everybody can see it it's very very transparent um there are certain things that need to happen for that 
bit of information to actually go onto the spreadsheet. But the really good thing about it, what, what makes it trustworthy, is that each information or each block or each um, each column or row on the spreadsheet cannot be amended or deleted or changed in any shape, way or form. So that is really powerful because if we think about, you know, certain systems or certain organizations or countries where, you know, it can be quite corrupt, that technology can be used in loads of other different ways to track information where we wouldn't necessarily want it to then be tampered with. So let's think about voting. We don't want people to be able to go back and say, oh, well, no, actually, there were an extra 100 votes um, in this contingency, for example, because each contingency would have a block on the database and then that can't be changed. So that, that's basically kind of cryptocurrency. I think I've probably missed out so much, but cryptocurrency is based on that technology called blockchain and Bitcoin was the first one that successfully kind of ticked all the boxes. Um I think that's kind of all I can probably say without going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> I was going to ask you about Bitcoin. I'm glad you mentioned that. So Bitcoin is is all part of the same um, system. Is that is that right? So Bitcoin was the first and there's going to be others or are there others out there as well that's come through since Bitcoin or? Yeah, okay. So um, a major point that I missed off is that most cryptocurrencies um, or the, the blockchain technology is normally decentralized or Bitcoin is decentralized, meaning there isn't one group of people or an organization or a person who has overall control. The power and the control and the security is divided out amongst the people, so to speak. And those people are classed class as um, or called networks or nodes. So if you just think about the internet, we've got all these computers all over the world. If we all tapped into the blockchain, we technically could help and basically keep that Bitcoin system going, as opposed to the normal monetary system that we know now, where we know that each bank has a head office, and then we know that each bank is actually answerable to the Bank of England, or if you're in America, then it's answerable to you know the Federal Reserve. That's one point of contract contact, one point of control. Bitcoin and cryptocurrency essentially is the complete opposite of that. And um, yes, Bitcoin was the first um, to successfully do those things that I mentioned. But at the moment, there are currently over 9,000 different types of cryptocurrencies. They all have different uses. Some of them have no use. Um, some of them are complete scams. But a lot of them, a lot of them are very, very useful. They are solving real world issues using this technology. And this, this is why I love what I do and why I'm so passionate about what I do, because it's not just about understanding this industry. It's about knowing which ones to get involved in. It's about knowing which ones to pay your attention to or to put your, your money into if you're going to put your money into it, because you don't want to go to YouTube University, for example, and, you know, try and get all this information, piece it together yourself. And you don't know, you don't know what you don't know. So it's really good that the academy um, that, that we have and that I kind of mentor in is we, we coach people and we educate them. So we empower them so they can firstly understand it in layman's terms. We try to simplify it down as much as we can. And then we give them step by step 
um, instructions of what we're doing or what master educators who have been in the space for like five, six, seven years plus, what they are doing. And you then have the choice as to whether or not you want to take that same action. You don't have to, but at least you're in the know and at least you know how to protect yourself as well because somebody can just go and say that they're going to buy some Bitcoin or any type of crypto and that crypto can completely be gone. And that's by something as simple as using the wrong type of email address. If you're going to sign up to something to buy Bitcoin or any type of crypto, and you're, you know, you're just going to sign up using your Hotmail, your Gmail, your Yahoo, your Outlook. No, 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 no. That's definitely not the way to go. It's not safe. It's not secure. But I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't got educated and wasn't part of the academy. So it's, it's very, very, it's very, very interesting. It's very, very um, lucrative. It's disruptive in terms of the financial system, but it can also be not a safe place if you don't do things right and if you don't take the time to educate yourself or copy somebody else or other people that know what they're doing. Right, because this is the thing, there's so much mixed um, information about this um, money system. And from what I'm mm. hearing you say is this is the people's monetary system. It, it isn't part of the Federal Reserve or, you know, the, 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 the money, the, the European, you know, money system. It's the people. Yeah, is it? Is it the people putting their, their resources together? And, and this is, a, and from what you're saying as well, if you're in the right, if you are with people who know what they're doing, like your academy, then it's fine. But you acknowledge that there are scams out there, but those are for people who jump on something, they don't get the understanding, and obviously it goes wrong for them. Yeah, and obviously there are just there are just bad actors out there as well who maybe you have invested in a perfectly good type of crypto but because you you haven't done certain things in terms of taking it off the exchange there are bad actors and just you know just there's horrible people out there if you leave your cash point if so if you leave your your card your debit card in the cash point with the money there nine times out of ten somebody's going to take that money out they might they might run after you and say oh here's your card but they ain't going to give you the money back they'll just say oh no there was no money there there's that's just naturally how people are. And it's the same with crypto. There are people out there that will do essentially the same thing, except it would be online. So an example that I'm trying to give is if you go to Sainsbury's or Waitrose or M&S and you buy your groceries, you pay for your groceries, you bag them up, you would then leave the store with your groceries, wouldn't you? But what most people are doing and these are people who I really commend for even taking the action and taking the steps in buying and getting involved in crypto. So I'm not knocking them. Um, you know, I am really applaud them for doing that. But because they don't know what they're doing, they're essentially leaving their groceries right at the middle of the store, even though they've paid for it and bagged it up. They haven't taken the groceries home. Um, I, I don't know if I answered the first part of your question, so I can't remember um, what it was. So apologies if I haven't. No, I think, yeah, I think you have really. I, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is because this is a new uh, money technology. So I really want to know, from, yeah, for young people, how how young can people start who who want to get involved in this? So if if parents want to introduce their children, 
um, so yeah, that they can, you know, get off to a good start um, with this type of um, monetary system. Um, what age yeah. group would you say? So, strictly speaking, I would say it's probably the age of, sort of 18 because you would need to um, upload some type, some type of ID and those, those particular exchanges or organizations, they will have their own rules as to who they will allow to use their platform. But then you have exchanges that are also decentralized. So there's that word again, decentralized, meaning that it's not controlled. So you won't have to upload any type of ID, okay? Because if you're uploading ID, who's checking that? There has to be a central point of somebody checking the ID to say, okay, yep, that person definitely exists. So there are decentralized exchanges where you could literally just set up an account for your children and you just buy crypto for them. You can buy crypto or invest in your name for them and you know leave it in a will. It's very much the same way how we would do you know, the traditional things and the traditional type of investing for our children. You can, you can set up a complete, you can probably even put it in a trust. You know, you're literally leaving a legacy because when I first bought Bitcoin, my son wasn't even born yet. And I, I didn't understand anything about it. I know a lot more now. So I don't know that much, but I know a lot more now than I did then. Um, but I knew that it was something that I needed to get involved in because when when we had the dot com bubble with the internet, I was I was old enough to know what was going on, but not old enough to understand that I need to get educated to get involved financially. I was just thinking of like what it can do for me as a consumer, if that makes sense. I was thinking about it, thinking about it as a consumer. So this time round, this next disruption that's happening, I was kind of equipped enough to know no i need to get involved in this but from an investor's mindset from an investment point of view so i bought some um bitcoin and then i completely forgot about it i did all the things that i've just said that we shouldn't do i left it yeah i left it on the exchange yeah i basically left all my groceries right at the front of safe threes and then when my son was born you know i got into the academy and I was like, I really need to get involved in this. And I went to log in um, to create an account on one of the exchanges. And it said, this email's already recognized. You know that message that comes up. And I was like, I was like, what? Who's using my, you know, who's using my email? So I, I managed to get the password and get back in. And I was like, oh my goodness. So it grew very nicely. It was a nice, it was a nice surprise. Um, but this is the bad thing that I would say about crypto is that because some of it is decentralized and you are essentially building your own bank there will be there would be nobody for me to there would be nowhere for me to click that link to say forgot password for it to then give me a link to get back in I wouldn't necessarily be able to get back in. So there are things that are in place. There are tools that we can use to stop that from happening. But all of that you get from being, you know, with the right people who spend their life, dedicate their life to this, to this industry. I, I loved when you said building your own bank and, um, I want to ask you quickly, cause I, I know time and what have you, um, you know, wealth creation, it's really, really important. And um, as, you know, was asking about young people there, 
why is this not taught in schools and what could it do for us, you know, for people to start from a very early age to learn about money, wealth creation, creating their own bank? <laughs> you know, how, how important is that? And why do you think it's not taught in money? Is, money is just not taught in, in school, not in this way. No, I mean, money's not taught in school in in any type of way other than other than you need to get a good education, good grades to be able to get a good job so you can get money. That's kind of essentially what we're, what we're talk, taught in a nutshell. Yeah, so even like the, the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that breaks down the fundamentals and the basics of like how money should work. Um, so that you know, that's a book by Robert Kiyosaki, and regardless of whatever he said about our community or whatever, that book is still an amazing book. It's changed. <laughs> yeah, let, let's let's leave that. <laughs> yeah, it's going for the message. So that book still remains absolutely incredible. Millions of people have been impacted. So to answer your question about schools, I believe schools in Dubai do actually teach Forex and crypto. I believe that they do. It's just, I think it's just maybe the West. I I, I don't know. And my, my reasons or the reasons why I believe that this is the case is because, you know, without trying to get too, um, in, you know, I want us to try and remain PC, but it's a case of the rich just kind of getting richer and certain classes and economical gaps just needing to be kept the same in order for the power system to remain as it is that's kind of my sort of conspiracy theorist coming out in me but I I just feel it's our responsibility to do that I don't think it's the school's responsibility they should do it but it's the same way how my parents are from Jamaica. They did not rely on the school to teach me how to cook our traditional dishes, how to, you know, how to keep our home, how to behave when you're outdoors and, you know, when you're with them, how to represent the family. The school didn't do that, but the school does still teach you cooking. You know, I did home economics. They still teach you about manners. I, I had to get up um, of the of the, the chair whenever a teacher or a grown up walked into the room. That was the type of school that I went to. So they do still teach these things, but it's not necessarily their responsibility to do it in the correct way or the way that we want it to be done. So I feel that it's it's on us, especially if you are of a background where traditionally speaking, you are generations behind in terms of the wealth um for whatever reason and various different reasons without going into them i definitely feel that it's the responsibility of us or of you to make sure your children know that and it will basically create this will sound like it's a negative term but we say in 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 our academy you know create a beast and by that we actually mean that in a good way as in someone that's unstoppable um you know because the the mind of the young they can comprehend this so much more like you and i we have to sit down and try and unlearn this money system to even get our head around you know to get our head around blockchain whereas the young ones they kind of don't necessarily know anything else my son's four and he talks about bitcoin and you know he he sees it on the bus and like mommy mommy that's bitcoin are you buying more bitcoin today so okay he's four and he may not understand 
um, blockchain technology right now, but as he's seven, eight, and nine, it's going to just be second nature to him because he's not, he doesn't have to unlearn anything, if that makes sense. But I think it's imperative that the young ones get involved. And I, I you know, I, I want to commend, um, is it Megan? Megan Vistalian? Um, she started to kind of, she's a rapper, by the way, female rapper. Yeah. And I think on her YouTube, she started to drop some little um, videos and educational videos about Bitcoin and investing. So I, I think that that's the best way to get the children involved. It's through music. It's through, you know, it's through popular culture. Um, you know, we've got rappers like Nas talking about Bitcoin and blockchain as well. So it's, it's definitely getting out there. It's just whether or not those tracks are going to blow up and be played in mainstream. So again, it's still, the responsibility is still down to us. Well, you know, it sounds like um, exciting times ahead and um, it's really good to hear that the rappers are, you know, um, at what, you know, for once putting something out there that is yeah. helping the younger generation. I know, I know sort of, um, obviously there's a lot of rappers who do put out you know good knowledge and what have you but that's really good to hear that um mm. so you know there's there's so much that i want to ask you and i time is, <laughs> is running you know way with us from us but um what i want to ask you is um you know you talk about wealth thrive investment and um and we talk about entrepreneurial skills and these are all you know you talk about our community helping the young and these are these are things that you know because I always say this that pre prior to now um children were always taught how to queue up how to consume how to really just like you said earlier on go out and get a job and Mm -hmm. um was always people were categorized and what have you and I agree with you I do feel that um parents can do a lot um to to help their children um so what I want to ask you is investing, doing this type of investment, because investment is really important. And a lot of people may be investing in the home that they live in, or they might buy, you know, another home, a second home. What would you say to them try finding time to invest in Bitcoin, crypto, what have you? And also, um, if people wanted to do this in the way that you do it, I feel you do it on a full-time basis, that is available to them. But what about the busy mum, the busy dad, the busy whoever? Can they still be part of this movement and still be able to hold down whatever it is they're doing currently? Okay. So the well, the first thing I'd say is that as much as I said it's our responsibility, I understand that there are there are people, there are parents out there who don't have the time or the capacity or the will to want to learn this stuff to then teach their children. But that doesn't mean that you can't pay for you can't pay for the education for your children to get that. It doesn't necessarily have to be you getting it. You know, it's the same way as if you think that your child should know how to play a musical instrument. You don't worry about learning to play that musical instrument yourself so you can teach them. You pay and you get, you know, you get an expert or a a lecturer to teach them how to, to play that, you know, whatever that instrument is. So I think the same thing should be applied here. And investing is imperative. It's, it's one of the, 
the kind of only ways that you can really kind of build passive income, but just income that will kind of grow and grow. So you mentioned properties, you know, whatever they say, that you know, I used to be a property investor. Um, I am looking to get back into that. But when I was 26, I had seven properties and my portfolio was worth 1.2 million. So I don't know, I don't know a lot, I don't know everything, but I know a little bit about, you know, property investing and investing as a whole. So what I would say is buying a property, we kind of know or we expect that every seven to eight years, property prices increase. I believe I think I think the stats say that they, they double every six six to eight years, I believe. Um, so we don't buy a, a property today and keep checking, <laughs> you know, we don't keep checking on Google, has it gone up yet? Has it gone up yet? What's happened? You know, so it is the same thing. We just buy it and we know that it, we expect it to go up. So we just we pay the mortgage or we we live in it or we rent it out and we just crack on with it and we we put things in place to pass on to whoever we want to pass it on to it's the same thing with cryptocurrency or you know any type of investment i think the same thing should apply there are different strategies where yes you can do you can do certain um you can do certain strategies or certain methods where you're creating cash flow so if you're short of money then you can create cash flow through the academy to then create extra income to allow you to be able to then invest whether that's in crypto or anything else that you you know you want to do. So there's that aspect first of all. Now for somebody and people who are busy, don't get me wrong, this is not crypto is not the only thing that I do. And I'm I'm a single mum of um a four-year-old. He's a very, very active four-year-old. And, you know, just due to whatever else is, is going on within our lives, I feel like I'm always rushing against the clock. So I know what it's like to be busy. And it's kind of the case of we make time for what we want to make time for. So I would say to somebody who's busy, can you have, do you have an hour a day? If not, do you have half an hour a day? If not, do you have 10 minutes a day? Can you wake up 10 minutes earlier or 10 minutes before you go to bed or half an hour before you go to bed? Can you log on, put your email address in and your, you know, your password and watch a video? Watch a 20-minute video, a 10-minute video that's breaking down information where you can click exactly what they're telling you to click. You can see what they're doing so you can see what your screen is meant to look like. If you really want to change the financial trajectory of either your current situation or the situation for the generations to come, you will find that time. So last night, for example, I went to bed at one, I was meant to go to bed at 11. <laughs> I ended up going to bed at one simply because I was trying to buy um, a particular fine <laughs> crypto. <laughs> Never would have guessed. But the, the, it was just wasn't like between my Wi-Fi and other technical te techie issues. It just, it, it just kept messing up. So it ended up taking me two hours. But so many times that I just think, forget it. I'm just going to go to bed whatever it doesn't matter and i thought no actually it does because this particular crypto or think of it as a stock this particular this particular product or asset is at the price at the level or at the area where it's the best time to buy if i don't do this tonight anything can happen in the morning where the price could have shot up 
And then if I'm lucky, maybe the price could have gone down a bit more, which means I get a slightly better, better entry. I get more for my money. So I persevered through and I'm still paying for it now because there've been many times that I've always fallen asleep today because I'm just so tired from, you know, going to bed two hours late. So I'm not saying everybody has to do that. But what I'm saying is I made a decision that I was going to build a crypto portfolio for myself and for my son. And that's what I'm sticking to, regardless of what happens, even if my phone cracks. I'll find another way to actually do it. <laughs> so, you're talking- so yeah, it, it's about me. It's about making time. And you know, if you don't want to watch the videos, then if you have all your children who are like eleven upwards who can comprehend things, you know, then they can do that. And again, it could just become part of their homework. But you're building generational wealth together. That's when it becomes fun. I think when you know the rest of the family are involved. You know, I'm thinking children are always on the computer. They, you know, they're they're little wizards with the computer. So it's great that they're doing something constructive that, you know, you know what they're doing and you can, you know, they're they're feeling good about themselves that they're learning a new skill. And um, it's sort of, it's going to be part of their future as as, as well. So it's, yeah, there's so many, you know, so many reasons to do. You know, Sassy, um, you're going to have to come back. I know we've got some other things we're going to be doing um, off off the air. But um, yeah, what I want to ask you now is, can you just share just some words of encouragement and also share how people can get in contact with you and and share again about your I know you've got a a class coming up a webinar coming up that people could possibly be part of and know more about what you've been talking about tonight but can you also sow some words of encouragement to anyone who might be listening and who might be feeling you know I, I don't know if I can do this or you know I care about you know the future of my children but you know where do I start and I might not have the money you know things have gone a bit wrong you know during the last last 18 months with lockdown and everything <laughs> so yeah. yeah what would you say to them and also how can they get in call and just yeah just just share your wisdom and okay. your encouragement okay I would say you kind of would know if this is something that you feel that you should get involved in or just find out a little bit more about. And what I would say is just to take action, even if it's one thing a day that you do, you're still one step closer. So when I first got involved with this, I was part of the academy for about just over a year and I was only doing Forex. And I knew that this crypto academy was there, but I didn't ever log into it because I just thought, oh, whatever. You know, I was kept putting it off. And then earlier this year, I just felt like something in me just shifted where I was like, I need to understand this. The reason why I've been putting it off is because I'm scared that I don't understand anything about it. So I forced myself to just log into the academy and I just played around. I just played around. I played some of the videos. Don't get me wrong. I had to play the videos about three times to just kind of get the basic understanding. And for for me, the best way how I know that I've understood something is if I can explain it back to somebody else and for them to get it. So that's kind of how the, the webinars came about was because I started saying to people actually I think it's quite simple if I've understood this right 
and then I'd find like another way to explain it. So I would say if you, even if you're, you're busy, you're tired, you don't have the money, everything is about taking a leap of faith, about learning a new skill. If you go to, if you went to start a new job, you don't know, you don't know anybody there. You don't know what the culture's like in that organization. You don't necessarily know what it's like to be part of that team and doing that particular role in that exact space. But you still go to start the new job, don't you? You still go to start. And I just think we need to start looking at um, our investments and building generational wealth and finding ways to create passive and residual income. We need to treat that the same way how we treat working for our boss we literally need to put the same emphasis on it even if we don't want to do it still do it so the words of encouragement are just to take that leap of faith and that's one of the biggest things that i would say that we do in the academy is we do personal development and self-awareness you know because trading forex and investing is actually 80 to 90 percent mindset only about 10 to 20% of it is clicking this button, clicking that button, you know, putting this here, putting that there. You know, the, the majority of it is about your mindset and whether or not you draw inspiration and you draw guidance from the Almighty or the Most High or Jesus or whatever you want to call it, um, you know, the divine force. We actually really tap into that and we teach people about having belief. And just by having that belief, and putting yourself around the right people and taking action each day, you'll be surprised at where you are in six months' time, three months' time, a year's time. And how can people get in touch with me? Or, you know, I'm on Instagram. My Instagram handle is I am sassy by name. Um, so that's I am and then sassy by name, just like what's on the flyer or for, for the bio. Um, they can email me, which is hello at sassybyname.com. And that's S-A-S-S-Y by name.com. Um, they can find me on Facebook. They can contact AMA Finance Academy. Um, you know, that's head office for me. You know, they can get in touch that way. So they, they can't remember, remember any of those things. AMA Finance, A-M for mother, E for echo, Y, finance.com. And just say, trying to get hold of Sassy, that's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking to, you know, the director and my mentor nearly every day. So you'll definitely be able to get hold of me. But I would say Instagram is probably the quickest way. So just type Sassy by name into Instagram. And, you know, you can just send me a message. I can then message you back to get you on the training for tonight. And I'm also on YouTube. YouTube is the same name, Sassy by name. And I've got a couple of videos on there where it sort of says, start here. What the heck is crypto? Or what the heck is Bitcoin? And, you know, so, yeah, they're little kind of short bite-sized pieces where that could be the stopping point. Maybe you just watch one of those a week. Just take action because my contact details are on there. So if they find me on YouTube, Sassy by name, it's the same image that's on the flyer. Um, if they find me there, they'll definitely be able to get in touch with me because there's a whole load of links and stuff in the videos and everything. So, yeah, I just really want to spread the awareness. That's the main thing. There's no point. I don't want to, in a year's time or three years time, get to what I'm aiming for now and with 
the community is still in the same predicament. It's about everybody kind of moving and growing together. And I just think, um, you know, Black History Month is coming up in, in the States and in about a week or so. And I just think some people in our community spend so much time talking about and wanting to fight for reparations. And I'm not saying that it's not deserved. I don't want to get into that. But what I'm saying is, again, it goes back to taking responsibility. What can what can you do to kind of level the playing field, the economic playing field? And I really do believe that Forex, crypto, getting involved with this academy is definitely one of the ways. It's not the only way, but it's definitely one of the ways that can try and start to even that playing field for us. Sasse, thank you so much. That was, uh, you know, a lot of insight there on wealth creation. And um, definitely every mother that's listening, you know, there's that saying that um, it takes, it's, it's a woman, when you educate a woman, you educate, you know, a whole a whole family so I, I love that you you know and, and obviously it's not to say that you don't welcome men I'm sure you do but um, of course of course but you're you're fo- focused on on women um, because you know it, it's it's it, it's a, it's a group of people that is you you recognise and you understand their journey and um, but certainly men are welcome too. Men are welcome. We have men within the academy who are doing really, really well. I support everybody exactly the same, um, but depending on what support you need. And if it means, and it just so happens that the females need slightly more support, then they get it. But if a male needs more support, then he gets it too. But yes, all are welcome. That's just my passion. That's my personal passion is women, basically single moms. Check it out. Check it out.